Rocky. Wait, what? Oh my god. <laughs> there it is. All right. Welcome back to the Stony Brook Invitational Podcast. I'm joined today by my usual co-hosts, Brad and Jordan, and we have a very special guest today, co-owner, new to the league this year. We got Sonia. Sonia, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing very well. We're, we're happy to have you. Uh, we, you know, we we wished we tried to get some out on here, but you know, we we could settle for you. So we're we're I'm happy. So to busy have with you. Team, you know? Wow. <laughs> At least part of the team. At least part of the team. That's that's fantastic. Oh, no, no, it's his whole team. You know, I just do publicity stunts. Ah, yes. Right, yeah. you're here to public. You know, talk about what's going on. What, what I the am. initiatives that you guys are doing for the next year and such. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always like to see new people take taking part in league traditions. So, um, yeah, we'll start off just by seeing how, how has it been for you adjusting at a very crazy year? You know, you joined at the weirdest part of our, our <laughs> history. And how's, how's the first year been for you? Um, it's definitely had its ups and downs. Um, I think the whole consistently never being able to win more than one week in a row um, definitely took its toll on Samad. And then finally, <laughs> we did get a two weeks in a row win. Uh <laughs> went up against Vin and we actually lost by less than half of what Vin scored last week. Mm. Um, it's uh, the entire team just failed us all at once, but you know, you, 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 you move on. A two win streak. That's tough to, you know, put together a third consecutive good game. So they were, they were I, I guess so. Vin was coming off of a two week loose, you know? So you thought there was something and then your quarterback scores three and a half points. So. Wow. That's, uh, we'll put that one on Simon. Don't worry. Jordan <laughs> right. and Brad, welcome back. How are you guys doing? No. <laughs> Neither of you are here. All right, good. You got to address one of us because then we'll yeah. get confused. Neither one you, of us speaks. I want the e most eager one to talk first. <laughs> I hope I sounded eager. <laughs> <laughs> Jump at the chance. We're live. We're live on it. <laughs> it's like right, when you're in class and the teacher asks if anybody wants to volunteer. It's kind of <laughs> like that. Yes. And you need I, to just call I, one of us. I am a teacher. Oh, no, it's, it's like when the teacher says, does anyone uh, have any, any more questions? Or does anyone not have any questions? Like they ask like a negative. He's not saying you raise your hand for it. How are you doing? What is that? Look at each other. I said, How are you doing? There was zero negatives, not a double negative. <laughs> All right. Well, it was, it was a triple negative, so it canceled out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, in any, in any matter, let's get into today's episode uh, with our special guest. You know, I want to see what they've felt throughout the course of the season. We've heard a lot of opinions from me, Brad, and Jordan this year, so let's get some new opinions in this. Sonia, what have you felt how this season? We, we've, we've talked about you know the, the lost streaks and the tough, tough weeks, but mm -hmm. how did you feel from, from the draft? What was your thoughts coming out the gate, and what, what do you think you could have done differently uh, to this point? Um, well, I was pretty miserable after the draft. Uh, I think that's of no surprise to anyone. I think it was a rough time. Um, also, it went by super quickly. Not in that, not in that you were waiting along. Like you weren't. You were. You were. I don't even know what I'm saying. But like, it went by super fast, and it's not like you had a lot of time to think. But also, by the time that you did think, and you had people queued, and then other people on the Zoom could hear 
other people taking people you had queued from your queue <laughs> while you were waiting for your turn. And then you're like, I don't even know anymore. Should I just auto draft? Cause I don't know anything about football. And then you have like 15 tabs open. You're reading people's names for the first time. You're like, I guess I'll do this. And sometimes you have a co-owner and your co-owner has one request and it's that you draft Cam Newton and you love this co-owner and you want to do right by them. So then you draft Cam Newton, like, I don't know, like, like your second or third choice overall. Yeah. So it's a little overwhelming, I think. Um, however, I think overall, I pulled up the first week. Not not the worst draft. Um, Could have hit a little harder with the running backs. I think that's been the common thread. I've been told that a lot. Every time anyone wants to make a trade with me, their favorite line is, well, you don't have any running backs. And I'm like, thank you so much. That makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you don't like about me. <laughs> um, but I think... I think there's been, you know, it, some pretty solid quarterbacks, you know, a couple good wide receivers. I, I my, my personal favorite draft pick, I think, was definitely the Steelers defense. They've been consistently good to me. Um, they usually draft more points than actual players on my team, which, you know, take that as you will. Um, yeah, uh, if I do stand corrected, you're top scorer of this past week. Oh, absolutely, by far. They scored more than four of my other players combined. That's that's a solid performance. You can't ask for more than that from the defense. Yeah, so you know it, it gets better. I think every year you you learn a little more. The last time I played fantasy football, it wasn't with people who were super into fantasy football. Um, oh, no, yeah. our people aren't into it. Don't worry. <laughs> it was a little intense, but it was it was good. I think um, the most the scariest part for me personally was when. Noah and Vin were like, I'll trade you this pick for this pick. And they're like talking over each other and like yelling about what they want. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Is this allowed? Um, but you're not gonna say anything, you know? Um, so that was good. I think I think it's fine. I think as long as I don't come in last, shout out to Steve, my dude. Um, that'll be good. So that's really that's really the main goal at this point. Well, that is a good goal to have. And we will talk about how that will play out in the standings. And I think looking back to the draft, I looked, you had the uh, six spot, so you were like right in the middle. Mm -hmm. You consistently had like around, you know, 10 rounds in between each pick, mm -hmm. whereas maybe it would have been better to have uh, maybe like the 10th pick. And even though you have that 10 and 11 next to each other, you have what, like 18 rounds to figure out who those picks are going to be. Yeah. So, you know, it changes every year. Everyone has their own strategies. Yeah. I think, um, you know, once you you and Samad are out of school, have a little bit more time to settle down and understand the, the speed. Uh, you know, I think you guys did great for a first draft. Uh, you came out with some solid people. It just didn't didn't pan out the way you could have hoped with Michael Thomas. Look, looking oh. what but uh, then ended up being uh, a very unfortunate anchor pulling your team down. I think definitely that was the most disappointing part of it all is Michael Thomas. I think the amount of times I've Googled when will Michael Thomas play again is just astronomical. Uh, he was my first overall pick and then he just did not play at all. <laughs> and he went like that was, there was that one week where he was, I think it was like week eight where he was like able to play and then he got into a fight or something and he just couldn't play because of that. And I was like, are you kidding me? After uh, all uh, I've done for you. That's just bad coaching. Yeah, don't talk too much about that Jordan's here with with Christian McCaffrey riding his bench for quite a bit this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. 
And I lost my first round pick because I lost my um, probably top of the league quarterback. I lo- <laughs> so I, I, I know how it feels. See, I like Christian McCaffrey, though, because, you know, he comes back once in a while, shows his face, shows that he's still the superstar <laughs> that we all know and love. You know, he'll put mm-hmm. up 27 points, 30 points, and then, you know, he goes back to the IR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. remember, remember why you want me on your team all right cool. <laughs> you don't need me right jordan you locked up your playoff spot what it's almost done uh, well, we'll, this, we'll, this, we'll this is a four-game contract right <laughs> 18 million a game that's that's what you're paying him all right so last week some huge matchups for playoff implications some also huge performances and some stinkers so let's go through a little bit of a recap Start off with our guests game. We had Simonia versus Vin for a battle for who's got a chance for playoffs and who also has a chance for last place. And Vin comes out on top 123 to 64, 61, I'm sorry. Uh, as we mentioned. One five. One five. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Simonia's top performer being the Steelers defense. Uh, and Vin having a game from Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller. And we will talk about that in a bit. But, um, yeah, that was, you know, I thought there was a chance. I believe we, we both, we kind of pegged this as a, as a close matchup. And, um, you know, just sad to see the first timers have still have a chance at last place going into the final week. Yeah. <laughs> I changed my name as soon as. He had two people play on Thursday, I think it was, and they both put up more than 30 points. And as soon as I saw that, I said, all right, well, it's over. And I changed my name from It's Your Lucky Week to It's Your Lucky Week, Vin, because I knew it was over. <laughs> well, that's the optimism we love. Um, <laughs> so, but let, let's talk reality for a second. Jordan and, and Brad, curious on your opinions here. With, with Will Fuller being suspended for performance-enhancing drugs, what's the legality of, of this uh, this play last week? Ooh, you know, I think we should probably take the points from him and and see how <laughs> and that uh, makes the matchup go. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, Jordan, right? <laughs> yeah, because those are – the points need to go somewhere, right? They can't just disappear. It's like the oh, law yeah. of energy, right? You can't create or destroy <laughs> points. You just transfer them. <laughs> and since those were illegal points, I do think we should just give them to uh, Saman and Sonia. Yes, I agree. The law, it's the law of equivalent exchange. Uh, you're welcome, Vin. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I think that would just give Somadi enough points to edge it out. Right. Go in and, as lead manager, manually change that. You'll be five and seven. Congratulations. I would have gotten on the podcast a lot earlier if I knew this was going to happen. You see, he, he didn't know. He didn't know that they were performance-enhancing drugs, though. Oh, my yeah, God. true. He just felt a lot better, stronger, and faster. (laughs) (laughs) And Sonia, as a lawyer, you can dispute him, you know, on his claims of not knowing, quote unquote. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's not my client, so I'm going to rip him to shreds. (laughs) But Ben must feel good while having, you know, I think uh, no running backs on his team at the beginning of the week. He he lost Todd Gurley, he lost James Conner, he lost J.K. Dobbins. So. Gaskin, so resorted to his fifth and sixth options, which were the backups, Brian Hill and Benny Snell Jr. Still getting it done, putting up 120, a very respectable week. Uh, then let's go over to um, my game, and the other portion of the last place duel uh, here is between Steve, who's three and nine. Uh, I take care of Steve, 168 to 91. 
with the biggest performance of recent history in our league with Tyreek Hill putting up 51 points, um, you know, and the rest of my team just needed to do anything to, to really get me the win here. Um, as for Steve, we saw his trade, the, the fallout of his trade, not, not really worked out too much in favor. Not that it would have mattered for this week, but he unfortunately trades for the biggest part that he got in that trade was Mark Andrews, but he also received Salvin Ahmed and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire gets four points. Salvin and Mark both end up being out for the week and unusable, where he trades away Derrick Henry, who gets a monster performance that he definitely could have used. So, uh, unfortunate uh, for Steve, and we'll need to do a little bit of work in this final week to avoid last place. If it wasn't for our fight for a playoff spot, that would be the fight I'd be looking at. Um, I believe he needs a he needs a win, so Madia needs to lose. You don't need to lose. Uh, I'm, I I'm calling. Way. I'm calling the Steve second loss in Steve's our in our history. Three, two loss. Two losses in three years. <laughs> we, we, you know, I'm I'm actually um, talking to some NFL insiders right now. We might be getting a word from. The uh, camp of, of Steve and a little bit of, of a statement from him. So, yeah, I, I think he's lucked out with his uh, last place finishes. I feel like we usually fluctuate with our punishments. Um, you know, we'll have uh, yeah, go to a comedy routine, ones. and then oh, here's a cell phone case. Oh, you gotta take the SAT. Here's a license plate cover. You know, <laughs> so he's gotten the you not so bad a ones. Professional NFL player. <laughs> uh, you need to, you know, walk one day in a dress. Uh, that one's pretty embarrassing. But <laughs> uh, yeah. you got you to pick up a nickel on the ground. Oh darn! <laughs> <laughs> I, could rob, I could rock a romper. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Biggest encouraging sign for me out of this game, though, as, as the owner in one of these, was actually Kenyon Drake, I think. Um, it's coming a little bit at the expense of Kyler Murray, but they've really been pretty focused on getting him the ball and a little bit more in the receiving game in the last couple of weeks as well. So he was the second-round pick I was hoping for in this as, you know, some actual touchdown potential and some good games. And that's two, two weeks in a row, which is a good time to kind of hit his stride towards the end of the season here. As well as Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like your team in general is really blooming in the uh, in the late hours of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they really have the momentum coming back. Really helps. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a stud. Yeah, it's he, a shame. He, they said he it's might. A shame. Be... Sorry, go for it, Brad. <laughs> uh, I'm saying it's a, it's a shame you're going to lose this week, and I'll make the playoffs, and it'll all be to, uh, to waste. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad you don't worry about jinxing it at all, and you just can say that in the open. That's good. I feel like no. I already jinx it naturally, so by jinxing it. Now I'm reversing the jinx. Yeah, or you could un- just be like me and not believe in jinxes. <laughs> no, no just jinx it. <laughs> no, if it makes you feel any better, you're currently a record winner in the league already. A record winner? Yeah, you hold the record for the biggest loss differential when you lost to Steve, 58.4 to 132.6. Oh, I thank you for the stats. Of course. What was that, what was that loss? The analytics. Margin? What was that loss margin? Um, I'm not that good at math. What was it? Fifty. It was what? One one thirty-two point six to fifty-eight point four. That's a uh, seventy-five. Yeah, so that's really good. Oh, yeah. 
because if you look at what I did to Steve this week, I actually beat him by 77.5. So, uh, oh my god, declare myself no longer well, that record. Hold on, well, you're going by hold Jordan. Hold on, hold on. let me crunch the numbers. So, that is a big revenge that. game. Wow. <laughs> That is like the definition of a revenge game. That means you still hold the record. It just goes in the other direction. Ah, that's actually good, though. Well, hold on. I want to fact check this because I don't trust my quick math. What are the numbers? 132.6 minus 58.4. What was it? 158. No, I'm so sorry. Just the 58.4. Okay. I typed it in. Oh, yeah. There you go. 74.2. I was very close, but I was off. That's very <laughs> incredible. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you go from the worst differential to the best differential. That's what, we're yeah. normally, that, that's what we call a WTF, the worst differential. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's also a record winner. He has the lowest score ever in the league so far with a 51.3 against Vin. Wow. You're breaking out the stat sheet today. I cannot wait to hear our segment later. <laughs> All right, Brad, Brad, how did you feel uh, with this disappointing loss, 78 to 87, all on the hands while seeing Derek Carr put up zero? What was your decision process? <laughs> um, ten point loss. Frustration, uh, pain, uh, a lot of emotions that I don't like. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, after having like a good week, finally from Ezekiel Elliott, you know, previously the week before, um, I figured, all right, maybe I'll start him again. It'll happen again. And he got me 2.4 points. Well, David Montgomery got me almost 23. Well, he actually didn't get you 23 points, but you know, I was on the bench. Um, there, there was a point I, in the game know. where Derek Carr had negative points though. So at least, you know, he didn't, he didn't do that. Yeah, he finished with a strong zero. I think it was just, you know, shock. Like, I don't think Derek Carr was a bad play to start. Yeah. Yeah, He's been playing well, and he had, like, a very generous team, you know, going up against him. But Yeah, Atlanta. That's that's what shocked me the most. If he put up, like, decent points, then I I would have (laughs) won. Yeah, anything that a quarterback should do, which is, I mean, 10 points is a terrible game for a quarterback, and that would have won you the game. But yeah, if he did what uh, Daniel Jones did on the other side, which was once another unremarkable game, you would have been tied. You would have tied if you, if you got even wow. just Daniel Jones. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say I hate Derek Carr, but he looks suspiciously like uh, like that bad kid from Toy Story. Uh, so. He's got that well, to live with. The real question about process, right? You've been searching for a quarterback, Derek Carr. Now this week plays the Jets. Is he on your radar again? Uh, well, he's still <laughs> on my roster, but he's on the bench now, so he'll put up great points. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jets defense, we you know we get to suffer through that every week. We know that that leads to big potential touchdowns for for Nelson Aguilar and Darren Waller. What's what's your thought? So, well, we'll talk about that, I guess, for the pr- predictions of next week's games, but. 
Um, Sabrina's team, after a very strong start by the Texans defense and Duke Johnson, really everyone else disappointing. I was so happy that she got off to a strong start. Just feeling like, you know, she could lock up Brad and, you know, have give me a better chance of the playoffs. But everyone else underperformed. Um, Brad, unfortunately, just not able to put it together. Excuse me. Um, let's head into Jordan's matchup. He predicted it came true. This man is a magician, a magic mustache. <laughs> Losing, beating Jordan 164 to 95. Jordan, what's what are your thoughts after this week? I think I should be the magic mustache. I mean, <laughs> it would have to be the magic beard since I do kind of have a beard now. But, you know, I, I think this was nothing, you know, to write home about, right? I, can't, I made a prediction. All of them came true this week. Thank you to my parents. I couldn't have done that. All of them. <laughs> Jordan with a, a stunning five for five. We love this. <laughs> In terms of what happened in the game, I think we all saw it coming, especially when Antonio Gibson got 34 points the first day. Yes, we, we did record after that, so that was a good indication to us that it would probably not go Jordan's way. Um, interesting to see that you know Antonio Gibson alone had more touchdowns um, than Jordan's entire team. And Derrick <laughs> Henry, with another three touchdowns himself, also had more touchdowns than Jordan's entire team. <laughs> With one from Russell Wilson and one from James Robinson. I don't believe there's any other. Terry's just yards. So, yeah, the, those those two players just getting it done. Uh, Rob yep. is on the other side of that Steve trade. Gets Derrick Henry, gets Rob Gronkowski instead of Mark Andrews. You know, Mark Andrews was a quote-unquote higher-end tight end, but tight ends were really sloppy this year anyway. So, he wasn't yeah. putting up much of a differential. So, I think that was a great trade for him, um, locking up what I view as the the top running back going into playoffs with his schedule and the way the yeah. winter favors his uh, his running style. Yeah, Rob is just one of those teams that can really hit hit momentum at any point in the season, and especially now that's very dangerous. I, I feel like it wasn't too long ago he wasn't really towards the uh, the top of either our rankings or the leaderboard, and he just snapped his fingers. Abracadabra, he's uh, he's in first. The hopefully good thing for, you know, the other playoff teams is Antonio Gibson does have a bit of a tough schedule, and the Washington football team is not very good. Uh, but this team is starting to pick up some steam. Currently on a seven-win streak to end the season. Can he make it eight against Umberto? But either way, it doesn't matter. This win locked him up his number one seed in the playoffs. Congratulations to Rob. Well done. Well done, well done. We're, we're happy to have you. <laughs> And uh, happy to see you get a trade done. You know, I know it's been a long time coming. So, <laughs> all right. We then had between, oh, I'm sorry, I lost, lost my page. So unprofessional. Um, we had Umberto versus Bella. And this probably had the biggest playoff implications um, with Umberto just losing 127 to 133. And this was a close one. Came down to Wednesday afternoon with Gus Edwards still giving him Umberto a chance, um, but just coming up short and essentially knocking Umberto out of the playoffs and helping Bella lock up a spot as well. So congrats to Bella, um, Rob, and Bella. The only teams that are locked in, and uh, Bella's got to feel good. You know, one thirty-three is a great score and good momentum again. Also rolling into the playoffs with Allen Robinson. Um, and Dallas Goddard picking up steam as of late. Uh, Dalvin Cook, you know, 
she gave him the week off. Didn't even need him to hit her 133. My, <laughs> what what you hate to see as Umberto is I don't know if you guys noticed the differentials of the defense and specialty uh, the defense and kicker of uh, 15 and 21 for Bella's defense and kicker and negative five and two for Umberto's defense. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't ever say they're not important because that is a rough showing. Mm-hmm. But. The rest of Umberto's team balling out to get him up to 122. Um, hopefully, I would not want to face him. Well, Rob's faced him, so it doesn't quite matter. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad Umberto won't be in playoffs because that would not be a, a fun opponent to face right now. There is still a chance, but it is hard. Yes. Long road to get there. We'll talk about it in just a moment. That was our recap of last week. All the games, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, we hit them all. Oh, yeah, all, all four of us are in four different teams. That's cool. All right. <laughs> so let's take a quick look at the standings. And as we see, we talked about Rob locking up first place in the Mayrose division, as well as first place seed in the whole bracket. Uh, currently, I sit atop the Smitelli division at seven and five with Brad close on my tail at six and six. My win kicks Vin's playoff chances and uh, Sabrina's out of contention, unfortunately for them. And um, Vin at five and seven, Simonia at four and eight, and Steve at three and nine. Whereas in the Mayrose division, we see Bella in second at eight and four, Jordan in third at seven and five, currently holding that four seed in the playoffs. Umberto with a slight chance to steal that from him at six and six, and then Sabrina at five and seven. Uh, with not much to play for, avoiding last place, but no chance to get into the playoffs this week. So, Simonia, you are in a uncomfortable position this week, being the only team at currently ninth that can get into tenth. What's going through your head? What, what's what's the pep talk you're giving your your players this week? Um, I feel like maybe I should just stop talking to them completely uh, after everything I've said and done. They've gotten here so maybe the problem is that i did have faith in them maybe they don't respect you yeah so i think if maybe i just ignore them give them a week off maybe put a couple people on by just on my roster you know maybe that's all of them yeah just bench all of them drop drop a few big names and then they're like oh you've been serious and then (laughs) maybe yeah that's what the jets are doing (laughs) yeah i'll tell them if they keep messing up i'm gonna give them to steve and then they'll learn Oh, well, you've seen that's even worse. So, yeah, they definitely want to stay on your team. <laughs> or retire at that point. Um, so, yeah, so there was two small little um, transactions that I wanted to speak of for this week. The first, or was it just one? And also, in the standings, can I just point something ridiculous? So Please do. I'm on the brink of playoffs, right? Uh, but my points against my points for is second in the league now that Bella just passed me and by two points. But my mm. points against is a hundred and ten points <laughs> higher than the next biased person. <laughs> you know what that means, Jordan? You got a weak defense. Yeah, no. I need to get get my defensive coordinator on the Big phone. Brad, for example, one 400 less points against than you. That is some steady <laughs> Brad. Brad, well done. Look, I mean, I have been in a uh, defensive player league for a while, so like the defense is pretty good. Pre- I think it was week two or three. 
uh, my teams at that time set the record for the highest points in a week. And <laughs> that week, Sabrina's team decided to get the second highest points <laughs> of any team up to that point. And I had like 156. I still managed to win, luckily. But one by one point, it was like 156. To I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a close one. Silly. A lot of nail biters this year. Yeah, I, I can't wait to take a look back and, and see where these close calls are coming from. But um, yeah, let's take a look at that. Uh, thank you for reminding me of what these playoff situations can. Unless, did, I, did I say this? Anyway, <laughs> two possibilities that we have for playoffs to shake up is Brad and I are competing at 7-5 and five and 6-6. Six and six. The winner of the division is locked into the playoffs. A loser will, at most, the loser can be six, seven and five. Uh, sorry, seven and six. Which, if either of us are tied um, with Jordan at seven and six, he currently has a large points board lead on both of us. So it would make it very difficult to steal that playoff spot. So Brad and I are really looking for the top of the division to make playoffs. Loser most likely does not make it. Same deal for Umberto with the points board. He's a little bit ahead of Brad and I, so he doesn't have quite as far of a a lunge to uh, to conquer but um it's it's looking like jordan can seal that up with just uh, an average performance where umberto can't outscore him by 80 ish points on the bottom half we have only ninth and tenth being potential for flopping and that's going to be steve at three and nine simonia at four and eight um the current points four is actually simonia below steve by 10 so situation. Wow. It, that that's close enough though where they may as well be tied right it's about 11 points on the dot actually so uh, a good week from you simonia you could lose and have a good week and still you know contra steven points four if there's a tied record it would come down to a points four and if you win you're definitely safe um but lose and you have to hope steve loses as well or you mm -hmm. can outscore steve by 11 points or more all right so that's our that's our little situations um Biggest activity, recap-wise, we can see that Will Fuller was suspended, as we mentioned, uh, which definitely impacts Vin and Brad's team with Will Fuller, Deshaun Watson, and Brandon Cooks probably feeling the biggest fallout of this. And then just uh, to add to some of the mishaps of Steve's team, I, I have finally, you know, after dropping Carson once, dropping him, picking him back up when he went on a little stretch, and then just being sick of him I, I threw him to the dust and steve's willing to take a chance on him by, by putting the highest bid of the weekend on carson wentz uh i'm wondering if he's gonna look to start him this week i would assume with that big bid um he's gonna try to put him in and that can only be bad things i i, I can see steve's luck with carson Wentz getting benched in the middle of this game that's that's i just <laughs> oh my I god fingers crossed fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> that is right Oh man, I forgot this week was such a weird week. I didn't put in any uh, waiver claims. Ah, whatever. That is okay with me, Jordan. No, you I'm still not. have to win, Jordan. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 I mean, despite me winning or not, I think I should still put waiver claims in. <laughs> as as a potential playoff opponent, I'm not upset. As someone who wants to see Steve lose, I am a little upset. <laughs> Really, I'm relying on Jordan winning more than I'm relying on me winning by a significant margin. 
and you know that, that's the what what the league can do for you. You, you count on some people to do things in your favor. So um, let's here we got a little bit of a substitute for the power rankings. They've been getting a little repetitive lately. So brand new segment. Powering's getting a little repetitive. So, brand new segment. What's what's it called, Tonya? What, what do you got for us today? And who's it brought to us by? Today's new segment's called Best Blown Bench Champs. Nope, it's not. It's called Best Blown Bench Bens- Bets. Oh my God, turn off the recording. Um, <laughs> Let's try that one more time. <laughs> and just, so good, we named just, to, just to let you know, none of this will be cut out. So our three listeners. <laughs> to yeah, if, if you haven't noticed, we don't edit anymore. <laughs> we fired we our editor. You no, know, the uh, audience appreciates the the realness of this. Podcast. Yeah, the rawness. Well, we'll pretend this didn't happen. Okay, take two. Go your line. Nope. Um, your turn. Uh, we're actually, oh. we're actually going to provide a a timestamp for uh <laughs> for when you messed up. Please take out Sonia's mistake at. <laughs> and 45 seconds okay okay today's new segment is called best blown bench bets and it is brought to us by today's sponsor northeastern university amazing what a great place to study law and raise a child the professor okay anyway so new segment what what, what's it all about all right so some background um i've had conversations with a couple people um about this but for everyone who doesn't know i have this very specific and unique talent where whoever i play for a certain position will consistently do worse than whoever i left benched for that position um Uh. to a point where uh, for a couple weeks in the season, I actually changed the name of the team to the Bench and Bet Champs because I came up with this theory that I can make significant money just betting on people who I bench. Because if I were to bench them, they would do well and I would make a lot more money than I could ever hope to make in a fantasy football league. So, Seems in an like effort- technique. Did you ever do it? I did not because I don't believe in betting. Classic <laughs> uh, useful team name. Good. Yeah. So in an effort to make myself feel better about getting absolutely demolished last week, um, I created a segment where I went through everyone and their teams, and I picked out the most points a single player has left on their bench for the entirety of the season. Um, I also noted whether or not they had won or lost that week with that person on the bench, and I ranked them so we can find out if Simonia's team is actually the bench and bet champs of the league or if someone else is actually losing harder than we have. Wow. It took her one whole episode to realize we love to make ourselves feel better by putting everybody else's team together. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, now that we've been exposed, uh, this will be our last episode. <laughs> I cracked the code. All right. Cool. So who, who's first on your list? All right. So we're going in order from least points left on the bench to most so we can end with a bench and bet champ. Coming in last place, we have, ironically enough, Vin's team. Uh, (laughs) week 11 he left kirk cousins on the bench and he scored 22.4 points that same week vin lost do we know what that differential was and and who he's had started in his place (laughs) 
<laughs> You're not the recording, no. <laughs> I mean, dang, Vin, what a terrible decision you made. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> I think I actually did go back, and I, I, I figured out if the people who had lost um, could have won, and the majority, so, I, all of them, the answer was no. Well, that week he wouldn't have won, well, uh, and his starting quarterback actually outscored Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I'm a little confused because, yeah, it started at 30 points. So, you know, I mean, it's a good thing he benched Kirk Cousins. I mean, no. yes, but he still left that many points on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> if he had put him in, then he would have left 30 points on the bench. Yeah, now this and is I would have ranked him higher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to ask a quick question. How many of these uh, bench and bet players are quarterbacks? Majority. Okay. I see. Um, all right. So we'll be right back. Okay. We're off air. All right. Nobody can hear. Okay. Um, you're saying it would have been bad if her cousin on the bench when, in fact, it was the right choice. No. I'm saying that if he had played Kirk Cousins, then his starting quarterback would have left more points on the bench, and he would have been ranked higher on the list. <laughs> Sorry, he was the last bit. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, Am I preventilating? Eastern We're pulling your sponsorship. <laughs> We're live. Um, this segment, you know, we just think it's good. So keep going. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have Sabrina in week three. She left. <laughs> Jordan, I swear to God, if you're Googling behind my back. Yeah. <laughs> she left Drew Brees on the bench with 23 points. And she okay. still lost. And it wouldn't have made any difference if she did because that week she lost to Umberto, 139.5 to 173.1. Umberto scoring the highest of anyone in the league for the year. I'm going to ask a quick question. <laughs> who, who, uh, who did she start at quarterback? Three points. So that was a bad bench. She, she could have oh herself. This is killing me right now. <laughs> Okay, so that was a bad one. See, that's a thing. That, that, that was a bench that was, you know, unfortunate to happen. All right. Whoever's so, pulling stuff up can pull up Rob's week one. Uh, okay. And what, who did Boston Scott on the bench, 25.2 points, and he lost that week. Okay, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Boston like Scott, 25 points in week one? That's definitely not true. That is not true. Boston Scott was on my team. Uh, you, in week one, you must be because maybe you said week eleven. Maybe that was you didn't add a one. Um, double check no. week eleven, Noah. What's Rob's team's name? Is he the mustache one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, week eleven against me. Let's see, because I owned Boston Scott week one in another league, and he did not. No, I owned Boston Scott in our league, and I played him, and that was a that was the no, it was Darius played, right? 
Okay. Very blatant. Okay. Boston Scott and Darius Slayton. <laughs> very commonly confused players. <laughs> you know, when I draft sometimes, I'm like, Scott. Like, is that Boston Scott or is that Darius Slayton? Giants or the running back for the Eagles? I mean, they are one is five foot six and one six foot four. Yeah. All right. Let's continue with this. I'm never coming back here again, just so everyone knows. Uh, Darius Lane's only 6 1. And then, uh, Umberto in week three. Thanks, Craig. All right. And in six. We have Noah, who in week six left Ryan Tannehill on the bench with 28 points. Noah still won that week. Okay. Solid. <laughs> that was right. The right choice. Good job. Well, then, wrong choice for you, Noah. Yeah, wrong choice, but still a win, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then we have a tie for fifth place, Bella and Brad, who both in week nine scored exactly nope, they didn't score it. They left <laughs> 28.7 points on the bench. Bella left Aaron Rodgers and Brad left Drew Locke. Bella won that week and Brad lost, however. So Thanks. looking at it, Drew Locke was actually the right play, but Brad, I will never fault you for not playing Drew Locke. Thank you. Who did I play? <laughs> Who did I play Matthew instead of Stafford, Drew Locke? Who scored eight points? Oh yeah, I hate Matthew Stafford now. <laughs> and myself. But if you told me that Drew Locke scored twenty-eight points ever in fantasy, I would be very surprised. So, yeah, good on Drew Locke. And now we are rounding out the top three. Three people left: Samad, Steve, I mean, and. Based- I mean, based on how this is going, I'm going to assume that I'm very close to the top because Josh Allen was scoring 30 like every week on my bench. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be great if maybe we didn't spoil the segment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just keep going, yeah. But this segment is morally flawed. (laughs) (laughs) Shush! (laughs) <laughs> Rounding out the bottom of the top three, we have Steve in week 10, who left his best Big Ben on the bench, scoring 29 points. Steve still managed to win that week, if only to spite someone. So, Sonia. Who was beating yeah. Brad? You might be able to predict my question. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, are you asking me if I really am the bench and bet champ? <laughs> I was going to ask, how did, how did Tom Brady do that? Steve, you should have kept Tom Brady in your lineup that week. You made the right choice. <laughs> Good job. Here's my thing. I disagree fundamentally with Tom Brady as a person, and I think that no matter what, like if Tom Brady scored 100 points, I still wouldn't play him, you know, just because I hate him. And no, I, I can respect that. that week. That's how I felt too until I traded for him. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest shocker. Uh, I didn't trade for him. Steve Steve insisted on throwing him in and knowing <laughs> that it would uh, hopefully hurt him in his matchup against me, I, I needed to take him off, off his hands. Mm. So, Brad, just that week, Drew Locke came back to, down to earth and scored six points. So. <laughs> yeah. 
But hey, in your starting lineup, that's what we like to see, Brad. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't lock him in at quarterback again. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> and Another uh, lost by Brad with a tragic quarterback performance. Seven, eight. <laughs> with a couple quarterbacks on your bench that could have done it. That's crazy. At this point, I'm just going to put uh, Dak Prescott as my starting quarterback. And then I think Kendall, Kendall Hilton should be your <laughs> Well, put in Dak Prescott and then switch him out last minute. And then Dak Prescott will probably score 30 points on the IR. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the bench and bet champ? Ladies and gentlemen, sports fans of all ages, coming live from Mineola, New York, the bench and bet champ. I don't live in Minneola. <laughs> I don't live in Minneola. I live nowhere close. Yeah, but I think Minneola has a better, you know, I don't want to say Staten Island. <laughs> Maybe not with that tone. Yeah, <laughs> it, nice it's day. just Staten Island. Staten <laughs> Island. You don't have to say it like you smoked pa- like cigarettes for 30 years. <laughs> I feel about Staten Island. Jordan, very impressive. The title winner. Week nine, you left Josh Allen on the bench with 35.4 points, but also notable, you've left a lot of 20 and 30 point scores on the bench over Yeah, because they're all Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, you still won in week nine and you won this roundup. Samad, Simonia, week the six, Matt Ryan. <laughs> you don't want to be called out and belittled by Sonia. Don't draft a good second quarterback. <laughs> Lovely segment. Thank you, Northeastern. We appreciate all the sponsorship money. Please don't take it away. All right. Quickly wrapping up our show. I know it's been a little bit of a long one. Let's look at the predictions for this week. Got a lot of big playoffs implications between Brad and myself, as well as some last play implications with Steve and Jordan. <laughs> Steve and Sonia. That was I'm sorry, Jordan. I wish you were not in the playoffs because I don't want to curse you. You're dead. So let's look at my game against uh, Vin. Current projections has 104 to 115 in favor of me. Um, I'm going to have some confidence. I think my team's on a roll and hopefully get myself in the playoffs with under Taysom Hill if I decide to play him. That's my biggest choice right now as quarterback. It's a little, little tough. Just don't bench either of them. You don't want to be a bench and bet champion. I don't want to be on the segment <laughs> next week, you know? <laughs> Yeah, just get rid of all the quarterbacks on your bench. <laughs> no way. Did he leave? No. I think was that, oh, was that Sonia that left? Yes, no. I left. Welcome okay, back. Okay, we, Welcome we didn't back, say anything Sonia. just now. Welcome back. I heard everything. I was sitting right here. <laughs> we still love you. Mm, I don't know about that. Oh, you all predicted me too? That's so nice. All right, next match. <laughs> Did you guys make any uh, guesses, Ben or me? Hello? Oh, I, I think it's oh. you. I hope it's not, but I think it is. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I, I think I mentioned this last week, but I'll, I'll just go through them again. Yeah, I have you winning. I'm going to give it to Ben. Ah, contrarian. So we have Jordan versus Steve. Steve can lock up last place with a loss here. Current projection is 110 for Jordan, 81.9 for Steve. What the heck? That is the lowest <laughs> I think I've ever seen. There's got to be something going on. <laughs> I think he must not have players on John is out, but uh, yeah. very low for this season. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jordan. I'm going to await the the phone will ring from the camp of Steve and hopefully hear hear some statement from him about what he's done this year and what he's hoping to do moving forward. 
<laughs> We're just gonna take his talents next year. <laughs> but yeah, I also have Jordan. I think this Same. is a pretty clear cut one. Yeah, I have Jordan too. For the love of God, Jordan. These differing opinions on this podcast really make it entertaining. <laughs> well, we're putting a playoff contender next to a last place contender. So, <laughs> what do you think we're going to say? <laughs> uh, you know, it's called content, Brad. Let's just make it happen. No, don't give him content, and he'll just laugh at you. <laughs> we appreciate great ideas here, and that was one of them. All right. Mm-hmm. We got Simonia uh, versus Brad, two podcast people to this week. Ooh, let's see. I'm going to take current projection 103 for Simonia and 109 for Brad. Um, you know, Simonia, I'm rooting for you, and I'm going to pick you this week. I think oh things will go in your favor. Uh, you know, you come on the podcast, big things happen. <laughs> Um, don't, don't tell Simonia that I said this, but, (laughs) uh, you know, I have dirt confidence in my team actually. So Mm. they they feel, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe a win for Sonia and Simon could be in the books. I still think I can, can win it, but I'll put myself, I'll put myself with almost zero confidence. Yeah, Simonia, <laughs> I've been giving you a hard time, and Sonia, I've been giving you a hard time, and you know, just want to show that I do love you, but unfortunately, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Why would both of you open your statements like that, if only to say that at the end? <laughs> I just love letting you down. Oh my god. Your thoughts, Sonia? Yeah, I'm, gi- I'm giving it to me. You know, I deserve it. I read all of your stats for the whole season. I had like 200 tabs open. Well, it it worked out fantastically. The real question is going to be... Don't meet your heroes, kid. (laughs) I've already met you. The real question will be, is is Brad going to leave Kirk Cousins in the lineup while he gets four points and Derek Carr goes off on the bench, which would have gotten him the win? Or will he do the opposite? Whichever he puts in will do terrible. Yeah, I think we know the answer. (laughs) We have Sabrina versus Bella in a game that won't change any standings, but gives Bella some momentum going into the playoffs. Current projection is 116 to 111. It should be a close one. I'm going to take Bella as uh, one of my top-ranked teams. Yeah, I uh, have the exact same thing. I have Bella winning out. She won last week, I think, and I think she's going to take this one. So, no, yeah. oh, Brad. Brad? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think Sabrina is going to win this one. Um, I feel like Lamar is kind of uh, fallen trounced because he ended up with uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Trace McSorley in yeah, as quarterback. That game was so bad. I think they're going to try to bounce back in a hard way. Uh, they definitely have some bad feelings about how it went. So, uh, that would be nice. So I, I think maybe a, a stellar performance by Lamar Jackson will put her ahead <laughs> and give her the meaningless one. But quickly, I do think you know we have to add that was it really RG3 or was it just that they were playing football on a Wednesday afternoon? I think it was the latter. RG3, my boy. <laughs> Exactly. I'm agreeing with you, Noah. 
<laughs> I'm giving it to Sabrina. Okay. 2-2 two, two there. Nice split. And final game, we have Magic Mustache locked in first place against Umberto. And we have a 112 to 110 projection. Um, close. Very close. Rob with a couple tough mat- tough matchups. Um, what do you think, Brad? Where are you don't where are you leaning with this one? Um I feel like I have to go with the um magic facial hair at this point. <laughs> you know, um your brother of magic facial hair, yes. <laughs> as you said, he's on a seven-game winning streak, and he doesn't really show any signs of slowing down. I don't see why this week would be any different than the last seven. His, his team just looks as good as it uh, as it has been recently. Jordan? Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to bet against the team that's on a seven-game win streak and has acquired Derrick Henry, who has such a light schedule coming. Up, uh, Derek Hill? I don't even know who that is. What? <laughs> Derek Hill. I've never heard of him. Uh, Derek Henry. I think uh, he, he was like trying a to, trying to talk Rob down. I know, think right? he was a WWE superstar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> turned turned football player. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Mark Henry. <laughs> oh, <is> that... <laughs> yeah. Two votes for Rob. Sonia, what do you think? <laughs> well, I'm going to give it to Umberto, maybe not for the reasons that we think. Uh, Rob was very kind to me, offering me a lot of insane trades, really just incredible trades like I've never seen throughout oh, the we, season. We can do a whole episode just on Rob. <laughs> he also texted me <laughs> about trades and was very kind, even though I rejected him. Um, yeah. However, we love him here. I think that Umberto really has not gotten the respect or appreciation mm-hmm. that he's deserved on this podcast this season. He's put up after, great numbers. After that. Yeah, and I, I, I would like to be the one person to believe in him. So, Umberto, I think you're going to end Rob's win streak. I believe in you. I think you've had a great team. You've put up a great season. You're currently the four winner, the number one top scoring person overall with your 171 a few weeks ago. And I want to let you know that I'm proud of you. So, good luck. As uh, the, you know, long Readers of my power rankings will know that I'm a longtime Umberto apologist, so I'm going to take Umberto here and um, you know wish him the best and, and try to end a little bit of Rob's magic going into playoffs. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Um, good luck, everyone. I'm excited to see how this week turns out. Any thoughts? Did from the Craig panel? just leave? Uh, no. <laughs> Brad with the Mark. <laughs> right. um, I was going to post that. <laughs> I heard you typing. I thought so. <laughs> All right. Any audible closing thoughts for our panel? Because they cannot see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, just a classic Mark Henry reference. <laughs> All right. That's our show. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> Thank you to Northern. Thank you to our special guests, Sonia and Jordan. And we will see you guys next week. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>